if you've ever listened to a podcast or read one of my books and thought, I wish I knew if that was the right thing for my body, or how could I make that work with my schedule and responsibilities, I've got something for you. A new workbook by me coming out late spring. My Perfect Movement Plan, the Move Your DNA all-day workbook, is for your specific situation because you are going to finish writing it. When you're finished, you will have a guide to a personalized movement diet that nourishes your body in the ways that you need it to. My Perfect Movement Plan is available for pre-order now, and if you pre-order from the publisher, there's a bonus, a free ticket to an upcoming online workshop, Spot the Missing Micronutrients. It's a 90-minute class where you'll learn about five often missing movement micronutrients, and these are subtle movements of the body. In this case, we'll be looking in the shoulders and the hips and the feet that are often tied to pain or injury in those areas. In this workshop, I'll also show you how to supplement with exercise vitamins. I'm putting air quotes around vitamins and how to adjust your regular movement so exercise supplementation isn't as necessary. Pre-order now at mpmpbook.com. That's my perfect movement plan, mpmpbook.com. And you'll automatically receive a bonus class ticket. But wait, there's more. Um, I'm going to be drawing three names from these pre-orders and these peeps are going to get a small group session with me to go over your perfect movement plan. So you can ask me questions and we'll brainstorm your specific situation on a Zoom call together. I cannot wait. So head over to mpmpbook.com for all the details on the book and the bonuses. Read through the frequently asked questions, order the book, get the class, and then get moving. I'm so excited to share this workbook. It's the missing puzzle piece you've been waiting for, and it's so very actionable. This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Katie Says Podcast, where Danny Hemet and Katie Bowman talk about movement, the tiny details, the l- l- larger issues, and why movement matters. I'm Katie Bowman, biomechanist and author of Move Your DNA and Alignment Matters. Yes. And I'm Danny Hemmett, a chronically curious movement teacher. We just got to start right with this. We have big right. news to discuss. Big news. big news. Very big change. Big change. After nine years, you have put your blog to bed. Katie Says, which is the blog you began writing in 2007, mm-hmm. posted its last entry this January 2017. Yes, it po- it posted it itself, and it's turned yes. to how. Yes. I didn't have to do anything. It's like, oh, what are you doing, Katie? Thank you, Katie. <laughs> I take it from here now. Exactly. All right. And for most of us listening right now, probably most of the people who follow your work actually came to you, found you through that blog. Yeah. The blog that you just closed. Did you read my last post? I got choked up. You did? I you got know choked I up, actually cr- and, and I, I just felt like... It. What's yeah. that? You cried writing it? I cried writing it. I did. I And yeah, I'm not I mean, and I'm not a crier people. Like I'm not a crier. <laughs> no, I'm not either and I got really choked up and yeah. 
even though I still get to talk with you, I just felt like I was saying goodbye to a friend because it's been a part of my life. It helped me find you. It helped me get better. And yeah. And it's its own, it's its own entity. You know, I'm not my blog. You know, it's kind of weird when you are in the public eye, you know me through my blog. Well, that's like, there's a particular tone. My children don't know the me of my blog, really. You know, they have a, a bigger experience of me than what is just the blog. But it's funny because as I wrote the blog, I was like, it just doesn't feel like it's paying the homage to the the first five years of Katie Says, which is, as you said, it's where I was writing. Like, I've had a blog for nine years, but I don't think I wrote on it equally for no. nine years. The, f- the first few years were very light. Then there was a middle five years in there, which was extremely heavy. I mean, there were times where I was writing every day or five wow. days a week, a lot. So that's that's a lot of work. I don't think people that don't blog, re- they no. don't realize, but it's no. it is a lot of work. It's a, it's free and it's free work, right? Because I've I never monetized right. my blog ever. There's no ads on my blog. It wasn't. It was really just. It was really more as I've put on there before. It was like my notebooks. Like I had an idea and I was working it out, and I just put it up there for, for everyone mm-hmm. else to kind of, sometimes people's comments are great. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, that's good. So it's a, it's kind of the ultimate peer experience. But yeah, the ending of that blog, which I won't, I won't let anyone, I won't spoil it for you if you haven't no. read it, but that was classic Katie, like <laughs> four or five years ago when I was doing it all the time. Like I, I am kind of a silly person. And so yeah, I think just, that's kind of why I got sentimental. And that's, I started crying because as it was I was like writing it. Goofy, goofy yeah. Katie. And yeah. it wasn't, and it wasn't like, oh, I need to put something goofy here. It was just like, no, this is how I, this is me winding mm-hmm. up this piece. And I, I cried. I, cried. I didn't sob, yeah. but I did cry. But anyway, a lot of people have told me they've come through the blog, there are so many, it's like 300. We've pulled a lot of articles down, you know, like a a lot of articles that eventually became essays for Movement Matters. I took some of those down. I didn't really pull anything else off, but there's over 300, maybe even 400 articles, years and years worth. But my question for you is, do you, did you come, was like the blog the first time you It was, I had never heard of you. And I was Tell me which post. Oh my gosh, I can't even- Really? Oh, let me think. What were you what were you saying you were working on or what were you My feet hurt. Well, everything hurt, but my feet were the biggie that was like a constant thing. Mm. And I was doing all this research and everything was all the same. It was just like the same stuff that I'd already been doing for plantar fasciitis and and then I came across, oh gosh, I can't even remember. I don't even think it was a foot post, mm. but I read something. Your name came up. I clicked on it because I was like, well, what the heck? You know, I've tried yeah. everything else and I've read it. And the way that you communicated the thing that you were talking about, <laughs> it just made so much sense. And I thought, okay, whatever she says, I want to hear more of it because this is clearly somebody that's thinking, you know, differently than most of mm. the people that I've explored. I don't even remember the first post because I sat there like a, just a drunk and I <laughs> consumed so much sitting on my butt, you know, because I still was like <laughs> sitting in a chair and I, I, my mind was blown. It was like I had seen behind the curtain and and I just, it it was amazing to me. Sitting and at I kept the, telling everybody, I kept telling bar. everybody, 
taking yeah, post shots, <laughs> throwing them back, you know, slurring my speech, telling everybody, you got to listen to what Katie, Katie said. said. That's, why, that's why it has I that name. You, Katie. You're my best friend. <laughs> that's why it has that name, because that's what everyone just kept saying. I love it. Is that is that where it got the name? That's where it got the name. It got the name because people would just be like, well, Katie says, and they would <laughs> tell me that they were trying. And I was like, that's the worst who I, I am nobody. It's nothing. But when they were trying to tell their friends of this exciting thing and they're like, well, Katie says this, this and this, you know, when you read something the first time, it makes such sense. to It was kind of like when my math teacher would do a proof and I was like, that makes so much sense. And then I would try to do it and I couldn't do it. Like I, I could follow why they were doing the steps that they were doing, but I didn't yet whole, I didn't embody the logic that I needed to create those steps myself. So I think that's what it was. It's like you, you could read it and it made sense, but to put the argument together yourself might not be there yet. So it was just easier to say, well, Katie said it goes like this, you know, so that's, that's where I got I'm a sure name. That millions of spouses across the world uh, and parents have heard somebody say, well, Katie says. My apologies. My apologies. Okay. After all this time, yeah. what, why now? What's up? Well, you know, it's just a way of, it's a way of stacking, becoming more efficient. When I started writing blogs, I didn't have books. I didn't have a podcast. I barely had a website. And as I grew, I just kept adding things on. <laughs> I just kept going, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll write books now too. And like, oh, okay. I didn't have three social media platforms that had daily attention. Like there's just so much. Mm-hmm. And then once there became so much, I quickly realized that someone just Facebook messaged and said, your final, I'm a podcast listener. This was the first blog post of yours that I had ever read. So it was just like, oh, so it's not, you know, I just, I can't create work for every portal. And I I was like, okay, what would work best for me? And it's like, it would work best for me to focus on books are so much, blogs are easy, but they're not, you, you can't really get to the the depth that you wanted to go. And I've explained things so deeply in the books that oftentimes I'd use a post just to supplement a book, but that didn't work if you just read the post and not the book. And so then I was like, you know, I I feel like I've put a large body of work out there. I can pull some of these things off. And the blog was, the blog was the easiest one to go because I don't read anything online. Right. Yeah. A lot of us have shifted. It's too much. It's like, oh, like I don't even, like I'm shutting down my own Facebook and everything. I'm inundated with, I want to read. It's not that I'm like, oh, I don't want that idea. It's like, I just, I would spend my whole life on the screen. There's so many captivating ideas. And so I feel like blog posts, I read a couple blog posts to hook me to a book or whatever. I'm going, I reading the book kind of, I want to get off the screen. I can take the book with me, you know, camping. And so I've just kind of switched to putting out maybe the things that I myself would like to to pull in. I do like short essay format, though. I find do that. You? Are you I enjoying do. that? I do. I actually enjoy writing short essays. I enjoy writing full books, too. But the short essay is, it's fun. And I've always enjoyed reading short stories and essays. Me, so too. I imagine, me too. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the blog taught me how to write a good essay <laughs> at our Big Movement Matters party. I don't know if I told you this. My high school teacher came. Did I tell you I invited him? No. Steve Wong, if you're listening, amazing athlete. Also, he was an amazing, I had him for two years, my sophomore and my senior year. But his way of teaching was 
we do all these different readings and like small bits of writing. And every Friday, the whole class was to bust out one, I don't know, six or 700 word essay in an hour. Oh, wow. Final turning it in. So like you, you had to, you couldn't, I felt like when I was an earlier writer, you know, I was like a, back when I was in fifth grade, you're like, you would write sentences that maybe didn't, like you didn't have an end point. Like you hadn't thought of a thesis of what you were saying. You were just like, okay, I am here. And now I am here. And then I went here and now I am home, you know? So if you're going to sit down to write an essay, there's no computers. This is pre-computers, everyone. You have a piece of paper. So it's not like you can get started and go, oh shoot, I should have put this, the paragraph in front of the other. You couldn't do that. So he taught me how to write a really good, fast essay. And so I, he came to the launch party and I had to go, this is all because of you. I would have no, oh. you know, movement matters. There have been no blog, none of this stuff. It all started with a teacher, you know, putting out this, this way of writing. It resonated with me. And so it was fun to have, oh. he's known me the longest. That's he's so cool. Me. It was, and he's such a cool guy. And he went yeah. back and gave you A's retroactively. Well, after I, I, said, I I gave him a book and I said I fully <laughs> expect to get this back with red marks. That's okay. <laughs> it is it is such. I mean, Movement Matters. If if you haven't read it, it's it's just a bunch. It's a collection of essays. But your writing has changed so much. Well, and I don't think ever you weren't ever a bad writer since I started reading you. I started in two years after you started the blog. I think I found you like in two thousand nine, but. You just, you have, you have grown so much. And, and so I can't imagine what it's like to put something like this to bed. Like what sort of. Awesome. Well, but just tell me, I mean, like what kind of feelings and thoughts do you have around this, this process? Cause that's huge. I mean, some of us can't let go of creations like that because we just can't, you know, can't imagine what would it be like and it's a big part of us. So what's what's going on in Katie's noggin? Attachment is not my issue. So that's why that can, this kind of stuff isn't a big deal for me. You know, like you make a piece of art and you destroy it. Like those things just don't, they don't bug me. I mean, I I guess maybe because the, the blog, if I was pulling the blog all the way off the internet, that'd be one thing, but it's still there. Like it doesn't, the word, it's, it's done. It's been out there. So I don't, I really don't have any... I was I was teary to write the last one because it was like I owe the blog and the people that I wrote it so much. Right. But I wasn't teary because I was closing it because I'd no longer be doing it because it was the end of an era. No. Don't have Well, that. your your feelings don't have to be sad. I mean, you have to have some like what's going on about you can't just be neutral about it either. I do. You, you like, can be. Are you psyched? Are you excited? Or no, you I'm really just, neutral. It's just done. Like you, you can just... really be. One can be neutral. They can. I really am. Like I swear. Like I don't feel like yes. I am so relieved to have done this. I don't feel that way about it. The other. It was just, to me. It's just a natural. I don't know. It was just. Close. I feel that way when I wrote a book. And when I when I'm at the end of a book, I don't feel like. Oh, this is, feels so good to be done. Oh, I want to, you know, I don't have that. I just move on to the next really? thing. Wow. No, no. That's probably why I'm a a hyper producer, though, because I, I really feel like I'm done with it. And it just, I just go on like I'm just moving forward. Like I'm just like on to the next thing. And it's not because I don't love the thing. It's just I don't know. That's just the way I am. That's just my wow. personal nature. Well, and so the blog is still 
in existence. Yeah. Like people that haven't read it, like the guy that posted on Facebook, he could go back and read it, right? Well, that's and a crazy just- thing. That's, that's the thing. It's like the experience that you had, people will be having that same experience. Like I'm not really part of that equation, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't, as I was closing it, you know, I was posting my last post on social media and people were like, I just found it. I've been reading everything. And I'm like, I have been hearing that for years, for four or five years about the person who stumbles onto it at 10 o'clock at night and reads through till 3 a.m. and then goes mm-hmm. to bed and then gets up the next and does it all again. Like, so there's other is, blog drunks out there. There <laughs> are. There are. <laughs> we've, we've started a group, BA. Exactly. But you can only read the blog online and then alignment matters is what I want to talk about next. Yeah. Alignment matters is the book that is a compilation of the first five years of the Katie says blog. Yeah. And I want to talk about this book a little bit because there are folks who haven't read it. Even if they're the blog readers, they haven't read through the book and the way it's organized. And I want to talk about its value because you never really talk about it. No, I refer to it a lot. Do you I was still, just looking you at still my, have a copy? Oh, yeah. I was re- flipping through my copy, just kind of making some notes. And there's highlighters and <laughs> sticky tabs and stuff. It's a, got a lot of value. Like, yeah. what are you selling it for now? It's still in print, right? Yeah, it's still a poppy. I mean, okay, so what I are don't you selling sell that. I mean, it's actually in Barnes & Noble. Like, copies still. I think that. I mean, know, I bought it when it came out. So what's it? What's do you it have going the newest? Do you have the newer edition of it? I don't. The old one. Okay, so the newer edition is barely different. The it's almost the same cover. There's like a couple of different quotes on it. I also wrote a new inter uh, a note on the edition just to talk about where alignment fits into the body of the rest of my work. Oh, because okay. so maybe I'll, I'll I'll get you a copy of that so that you can kind of see or at least a copy of the note because it's such it's not the way that I write any longer. However, because I didn't know, you know, I wasn't a public person. I was just like a dork on a computer. You're, and I, I was, a, You're still a dork. Well, I totally, I totally am still a dork, but I'm a dork that don't have 30 people or 70 people reading it. I'm a dork with hundreds of thousands of people reading it. It's so much larger and you just become more skilled at writing for a larger group. And, and then you just get feedback. It's like, oh, you know, I never thought of this or that before just because I only have my own experience and like I just it was it's like rapid expansion when, you, when you're dealing with that many people so I just kind of wrote I suppose a note but at the same time I don't know if any of my books are as helpful for the the foundation of what alignment is besides alignment matters like it is I agree it's the most accessible of all my books meaning it's just it's the book that people are still I carry it around and read it over and over and over again. And it's de- it's so dense. It's five years it's worth so of writing. Dense. It's so dense. Yeah. And it's I think it's organized really well. Like, it's yeah. not just from when you started writing until five years later. It's organized as sort of a reference right. from head to toe. Or yeah. toe to head, actually. <laughs> so if it was a blog, if it was just a blog book, and I think we played around with it, it all the articles in Alignment Matters are still online. So... You don't have to read Alignment Matters to get the content. However, it's over five years. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles. So instead of doing a blog book where we just put the blog and put it in a book, 
we organized it to go like if you read the these sections like you'll you'll get more out of the individual articles when you're reading them in the context of the other articles on similar topics so i and it's edited thank goodness so it's it is a better read i would say it's a more organized oh, did, and better read you did edit the post minimally minimally okay. i wanted to leave them like this There's, is my crappy writing you know i have a great yeah. editor so i think that there's there's a couple different perspectives on editing. One is like, oh, that's wrong grammar and you don't do this and you get an editor. You have to have a voice, right? Everyone has to have a voice. And some editors over edit where you're basically just reading a textbook mm-hmm. versus letting someone's voice be part of the way they give information. Clearly, well, my that's voice, why I asked because yeah, it's, no, it is you. It's, it's totally definitely me, all you. right? And so, and yep. most books should be a good editor would go, you know what, I know this is a typo, but I can, but you've done it on purpose as part of the thing. Like I make up a lot of words. I make grammatical errors Again, on purpose. You still do. I, I still do it. And sometimes it's on purpose and sometimes it's not, but it's part, it's part of the way, like you have to be at ease to receive information. And I find humor to be a really good relaxer. Like we're all very hyper defensive right now. And so it's very hard to permeate with information. So I find humor and laughter to be particularly relaxing. I, I find, you know, if I'm not laughing along the way, I'm like, I got to put this down. I can't like take anymore. So it is edited more so than the blog is, but it's very, it's very true to what's on the blog. Yeah. And it's just, it's helpful that it is organized. I mean, yeah, you can sit down and read it from beginning to end, but at the same time, if you're just like curious about something, you know, one issue like the cardiovascular system, you can just go to that collection yeah. of blogs on that. So it's a great, it's like, a, you know, like something that I would put if I had an office in a waiting room. It's silly, so, too. I feel so like you have to be kind can, of silly headed to read it. Well, <laughs> I don't know even about I feel silly. Like, you're just funny. Well, you're just funny. And I guess if anybody me. didn't, I don't know. I can't imagine... So I feel not like relating a, to that, but I feel like a person could grab it and be like, "This book is ridiculous," you know. And I could t- so I just have to be like, "But I, I'm me," and that ridiculousness prevents you from getting information, but it allows a lot of other people that non ridiculousness prevents people from getting information. So I just think there's a lot of different ways to present information, and this is one. And alignment matters. Maybe that base. It's just super helpful. It is essentially the primer to all my other work. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's still in print. Yeah. Because I th- I think it's a valuable book. It's the, especially... I think we just printed the seventh or eighth edition. I mean, this thing is still it's, it's out there. I can't I can't believe it. I mean, it was only printed in 2013. I know it seems like a lot longer than that. It's about four years ago, but well, when you churn out like a yeah. bunch of books every yeah. year, it kind of we lose perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's still it still is a it's still regularly around. I still go into bookstores and Barnes and Noble in different cities in the United States, and there it is. Yeah, I actually see this more than any any yeah. book. I actually see this on bookshelves more than yeah. any book. All and right. you saw it. Wait, hold on. Can I also say that you sent me a picture of someone reading it in Mexico when you're on vacation? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I'm walking like to the pool or something from my lounge chair and it's just sitting on the corner, four chairs down for me. And I almost thought I was being pranked by you. I know. Like, like I was oh, there in the bushes. Katie going. came to Hoobity Doobity <laughs> just to mess with me. Woohoo. And the the it, the woman was fantastic. And she's like, yeah, I just got into this and I listened to the podcast and 
it was great because what a perfect poolside read. It's I a mean, great summer read. It's, it's just a great, it's a peace yeah. read, yeah. and it's a bathroom. That's read. why I, it's a it's it is a, a yeah it's a bathroom it is a bathroom read. read. Yeah, yeah, and and most of the posts, you know, most of the articles are just regular old, just a few minute yeah um, blog read. Although it's not always digested quickly you know sometimes no. you really are it sets sets your thinking in motion and and for that as well it is valuable it's funny looking at this even though it wasn't the first book you released it was the first of your writing and it's it's kind of cool looking at alignment matters and then in the other hand looking at movement matters yeah and one's orange <laughs> well one has a picture of you and your butt looks very nice on the cover and the other one has geese, who I'm assuming their butts look nice, too. I'm just, I'm so taken by the orange, which is, like, one of my favorite colors. And the turquoise, very cool. Seven books later, mm-hmm. this one, Alignment Matters, is basically the beginning of your arc as a writer. And the other, Movement Matters, seven books later. How do these two relate to each other? Because it seems like you've moved beyond alignment of the shoulders, knees, to looking at movement in another way. I feel like it might seem so like that, but it's it's not like that. So I started with, you know, alignment is the way things work. We have to keep referring back to alignment does not mean, it's not limited to what only the arm and the shoulder are doing. And I, t- I think we talked about this a long time ago. So when you're talking about your car alignment, car or wheel alignment is not limited to the position of the wheel relative to the car. To to know what alignment should be, right? And, and first of all, you know, in a car, your wheels are moving all over the place, as is your car moving all over the place. When you're setting, like in order to say what the right alignment is for a car or the car being in alignment versus out of alignment is, depends on what you're doing with the car. It's not like all cars need to have X alignment. The mechanic is going, mm-hmm. how often do you drive the car? Under what conditions? What kind of tires do you have? Do you go off-roading? How frequently do you go off-roading? What's the type of off-roading? And alignment is set based on that. So we are not used to considering all of those other things. We're used to going, oh yeah, but the wheel is like this to the car. It's like, that's one component of alignment, but that is determined by all of the other things that I just talked about, which is that movement ecology part, right? Which is the the bigger picture. That's okay. still alignment. Alignment is how does it work? Mm. So you're just it's a it's a larger argument for some of the smaller alignments of the arm and the shoulder. It's like, but here's what the arm and the shoulder are doing. So how can we talk about the position of the arm and the shoulder if we're not also talking about what you what you will be doing with the arm and the shoulder plus what you might have been doing with your arm and shoulder? These are all critical pieces of information. It's just that when you start talking to someone, you don't download everything all at once. Like it's it's so big, you know. It's it's just a it's a huge mm-hmm. shift in thinking. So to me, Movement Matters is a book on alignment. It's it's just those changes are hard. It's harder to see how they relate back to your elbow and your shoulder. 
like it's it's a it's a question of scale. Sometimes it's hard to to right. see the various scales. We are not we are not trained really well in scales, you know. But that's what's the nice thing about the physical sciences because so much of it is just here's the equation and this is the the principle or the equation. The scale doesn't matter. The scale it works up, it works down. But we're not used to being taught the principle as much as the details about each scenario. So we're trying to memorize the detail of this one and over here, but not really being taught the the principle that permeates all of it. So that's that's what I've done over time. But I I don't know. So I don't I don't feel like I've moved beyond alignment. <laughs> I feel like No, and you haven't you haven't. It's just and that's yeah. how they relate to each well, other. Really yeah. is it's just and like you said, it's not even a shift. It's I almost feel like it's not stepping to the side shift. It's like just changing direction, and it's a long journey of a shift as you move further and further back out. Yeah, for scale. I guess I guess you could think of it's, pulling away as being a distance. You know, like you are pulling further out. But I think I, I I gave a nod to what most people think of alignment in movement matters in this very tiny. You know, I always, I think I said that the last podcast. I'm usually addressing super big ideas in one sentence. So if you're a skimmer or if you read it really fast and didn't go through it with a fine tip comb, you'll miss where I said the thing. But it was, you know, a woman asked me, I wrote about it in Movement Matters, but it was actually on Facebook. And she had said, why is it that she had maybe diastasis recti or maybe an organ prolapse? She said when she taught, when she wore her baby tied on, she noticed that that would create a bulge or a, a downward displacement of her organs, prolapse. But if she carried her baby, it didn't. So she was like, "Like, what, what is that phenomenon? So as you can go back to listen to the course show, we might've talked about it before, where you holding your baby is not like, that your body's responding to the various different ways that you're doing it, right? So she had come to the conclusion, as I've written about before, and we'll write again in the book for, children and parents of young children, which will be my next next book in 100 years from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but she was like, okay, so now that I know that carrying my child is like what's training me, like that, that, that good alignment is, you know, I've got this here and this here and I'm carrying my kid, that that's good alignment. I can't do it because I have another child who is three and I, you know, and we're home all day and I have to do the cookie, you know, like, so, so she was like going, okay, I can't do good alignment, you know, or, or, or I feel like alignment isn't working. It's not a solution for me. And it's like, well, here's the next piece, like aligned movement isn't just between you and your child in this case, that if we're going to talk about like the natural way of building your core and your arms and shoulders, we have to acknowledge that that building relationship involves other people and that's why there are geese on the front of movement matters is because we are so used to looking at alignment as being an interpersonal thing or an intrapersonal thing but not having more than one other person me carrying my kid me carrying a bag of grocery like it's very very narrow and it's and mm-hmm. when you start looking at other animals like i'm thinking of i've been reading a lot i talked to i got that ant book that i talked about last time Oh, yeah. Blowing my mind. And, you know, and that's why <laughs> things like bees and other colonies, like we are so used to thinking that the nuclear family 
is is like the natural way for humans, but a colony is the natural way for bugs when you've got basically humans right now and that really have a more natural structure that's very similar to a colony where where you where you are a part of a larger organism. So they'll often call colonies of ants or bees super organisms like where yes you've like each bee is needing to take care of itself but you don't have a colony and thus bees in the future without them all working together and so that's where i just i'm trying to use that alignment is the word but like even our way of moving is affected by the fact that we live separately you know, parsed away from all other people with the exception of our nuclear family. So how could you possibly carry your baby all the time and get anything else done? It's like, oh, there's supposed to be another person there or five, you know? And so like, to me, that's just, that is a part of alignment. We can't have an alignment discussion indefinitely without going a little bit deeper into all the parts involved. Why do you think, so stepping back from there, that alignment matters is still a good portal into the work. Oh, I think that I think that most people being drawn to the idea of alignment and movement, I, we're all coming for different. We're all coming for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'd say that most people are familiar with the concept of alignment as being something that makes pain or injury more or less, right? Like this hurts. It's like, I check your alignment, you know, like we're used to the idea of wear and tear being related to alignment. And so I think it's easiest to integrate an idea starting from the point at which you understand it. Okay. So I think that that's why it's still super accessible is because it meets most people where they are right now. There are also a ton of people though, who are like, there's not one way we're supposed to be like they they misunderstand alignment to be that real general kind of rigid of like there's one way of orientation. Mm-hmm. And of course, that orientation is always presented as an unmoving thing. And so they're like, oh, but it's no, you're supposed to be moving a ton of all ways, in which case I'd be like, yeah, that's true. You know, but at the same time, it's like it's like the understanding of car alignment to be only the position of the wheel relative to the car when you're parked. You know, not the idea that when you're moving forward and want to turn right, that both wheels in the front will point to the right or point to the left. The problem is not the direction that they're pointing, but really the relationship between which way the right one is pointing versus the left. So we've simplified alignment to make it accessible, which I think is fantastic because there are so many people right now feeling poorly when they try to move. That were they to have even the most basic understanding of, did you know when you stand up that you don't have to stand up the way that you're standing up and the way that you're standing up right now is actually creating extra high pressure in the front of your foot and in your knee joints and that you can continue to stand. But here, shift your hips back a little bit and widen your feet and lift your toes. And hey, you just decreased the center of pressure. On you, you just moved the pressure away from the front of the foot. That one place that hurts you when you stand up because all of your weight is right on that nerve, you can stand without doing that, right? That's basic alignment. That's like that first introduction. That's what really the first five years of the blog or first three years of the blog were about. And people, I was like, I'm over this blog. I'm shutting it down. And I was getting letters from people saying, 
but you don't understand. Because I was like, who's going to get better from a blog? They're like, you don't understand. My pubic symphysis burned so badly every time I stood up that I didn't stand up for four months while I was pregnant and cried every day. And then I read your blog on Back Your Hips Up, which I think might be my favorite. And Mm. boom, I could stand going forward every single day from there. I had spent months seeing every expert, thousands of dollars, insurance fees or whatever, medication, pain, everything. No one ever told me to back my hips up. Do you think that's why you mentioned earlier that it seems like the most change in people is triggered by reading Alignment yeah. Matters? Do you think that's why just because of those those bits and pieces that like they read one yeah. thing that makes sense to them? I think Alignment Matters has so many of those little adjustments that your body would be radically different because it's 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 that it's it's like it's the actual recommendations for adjustments but two i think what alignment matters starts to do is to start teaching you how to pay a little bit more attention to how you measure how you move so there's kind of two problems in movement science therapy science exercise science whatever you want to call about there's a problem with measure There's a lot of really poor measures, and I think it's because there's not a super strong, like, geometry or math background. Like, it's – and I go into that quite more in depth, I would say, in the big book to come out next year, where I'm really kind of breaking down how easy it is to mismeasure. So alignment matters. It's it's just an introduction. It's just an introduction to – You can get from point A to point B in a different way. You will feel differently for choosing how to move differently. And here's how to measure where you are. So instead of just giving exercises or whatever, there's a ton of exercise books and a ton of exercise blogs. It's more like, but see the difference between these two positions? And then people can go, oh, I thought I was doing it one way, but it turns out I was doing it the other way. No other book has as many adjustments as Alignment Matters. Like that is still the primer of body geometry. The ideas definitely get fleshed out a little bit more, but I I still find it's the primer. I still find it's the book where people are like, that book changed my life. Like I went from chronic pain every day. I mean, someone posted on Instagram. She had posted like, today's a terrible day, pain day or whatever. I've been in chronic pain for two years, blah, blah, you know, just like, you know, like at the end of my rope kind of thing. And just, Mm -hmm. and then Someone in the comments, I said, have you checked this out? Da, 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 da. This is, I've read this all after the fact, because then it was like, update two weeks later, that p- chronic pain I've had for two years has gone completely. And it only took two weeks. And all I did was drop my ribs, you know, like, so I beat myself up because in this hypercritical, hyper negative place where we are right now, when you put things online, I kind of beat myself up with like, I put such simple stuff out there to make it accessible. Mm. I'm really, I feel like movement, we we should all have access to great movement instruction. And what makes it great is how accessible it is for people with absolutely zero training. And so as everyone Mm -hmm. tries to get more technical and exact, all you do is leave behind people who just want to know where to put their hips or their ribs, right? Right. And I think that's what speaks to so many of us, me included, is I'd been told to do certain things by, you know, osteos and doctors and and PTs. But the way that you explained it made sense in my brain. I just, it just, I had access to it then. Like, 
the the reason for doing it made sense. I wasn't just being told right. to do it. I was being told, here's why. And in, it was simplified enough. So that's like what I think one of your gifts as a science communicator is making it accessible to all of us. And it's also, ge- I mean, like it's geometry. I, I, I just had to, ex- I just experienced this talking to my father's doctor and he was trying to tell me to do something. And I had no idea what he's saying. And I have a lot of training in like the allopathic community. I knew the words that he was saying, but he was just saying some so fast. And, and like, it was just so, and I was like, I go, I made him repeat it like three times. I'm like, I still don't know what it is that you're saying. And, and I, at that point I realized I'm like, this is, I feel like this is the experience that a lot of people have, which is a lot of technical words. There's not really anyone to, to walk you through another example that you can hold in your mind. Like, okay, because I, I use a lot of analogies in my -hmm. writing, but I feel like when you can compare something new, a a principle to a a scenario where you have a strong grasp on that principle that permeates, it's like that new information just clicks in like that. And absolutely. Yeah. So for that, I have to love Alignment Matters. And I I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed of that book because the writing's so bad. But I was like, you know what? When you hear people say that they feel radically better and and that the technicality that people are asking for here and there is really just a, it's a way to make it non-inclusive. Like I'm, I'm done with that. I remember you yeah. said that you said that in Vegas once you went, oh, I just don't like that book. And I was just like, you're crazy. You don't know how helpful yeah. that yeah. book is. I mean, would you consider it a must read? Alignment matters. If you're trying to get to know me and alignment and move your DNA and movement matters, I think alignment matters is kind of like the primer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or just basic. So, if you want to start moving better to get like, where should my pelvis be and my hips and how do those two things relate? I think alignment matters is great. Super. And it's like dorky. The pictures are line, you know, oh, markers. Gosh. And- but even that, even your, your drawings that are so yeah. horrible and your pictures, it just, I don't know. I've, I've got a font. I love them. I, I love so, that because yeah. it just goes, I've seen gorgeous drawings and people are like, hey, how does yours relate to this gorgeous drawing? I'm like, that gorgeous <laughs> drawing doesn't have any mechanical detail. It's just a beautiful painting Ugh. of muscle, but it doesn't really give you any, it doesn't give you any mechanical information about movement. It's a, it's a sedentary or static picture. Would you be able to sum it up? Alignment. <laughs> <laughs> I did on the blog, right? I summed up every single book. And then on for Alignment Matters, I was, I was like, yeah. your alignment matters. It's, uh, yeah, if I could sum up Alignment Matters, it would be, you don't, you can, with a few simple adjustments, radically change how you're moving every minute of the day. Like, this is before you give up your furniture. This is before you switch shoes. This is before you go to nature school. Where are your hips? Where are your ribs? Mm-hmm. Like, those are the key pieces that before you make these big adjustments that you should have mastered. You know, now that I'm thinking back, I, I dimly recall that the backing up your hips one might have been the first one. Mind your pelvis. Right. Because I was going to say, I, I was looking up, I came across pelvis issues because I was looking up diastasis recti and with my feet because I suffered from both. And I think that might have been the one. And it's one that I've read many times over just because it's great, great for reminding myself and explaining to others. I know that your personal alignment and your, what do we call it? Oh, the, the PMS, <laughs> your personal mission, mission statement mm-hmm. has been, you know, part of the reason that you've 
you're done with the blog now because it relates to aligns with your personal personal mission statement. But do you think you would ever could you see yourself ever picking it back up again? The blog? Well, I mean, anyone who knows me is probably like, yeah, right. We'll see your we'll see you blogging in a month from now. But I don't know. I feel like blogging like it came up and it's kind of kind of going back out. So no, I don't, I don't think so. I could see myself writing for other people's blogs now and then, because I do like that short format, but I can't really, I I feel at this point, the ideas that I have just need books because they're, they're more complex. I've already, I've already written all the simple stuff down. Like simple is not the direction that I'm going any longer. Also, I think as far as public service goes, which is a big driver for me personally of, of a lot of the work that I do is being met in, in more ways than people can actually partake in. So I'm maybe compounding or making an issue. So I don't, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, speaking of partaking in, is this a book that is not on audio? It's not, it's so long. I mean, this book is huge. This book is, I just, I want to put 500 pages, 450 pages. I know it's it is it's like a textbook, but I just want to put in a plug that maybe we could hire Benedict Cumberbatch to read. Yeah, definitely. Alignment matters. I think I'm we should get thinking, a different. I'm star. thinking big seller right there. So. I think different star for every like there's oh jeez <laughs> a couple hundred articles. We just get different stars for each one. Jimmy Fallon could do one. Or no, do different stars for each body part. Arnold for each section. Arnold can do the biceps. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. I'm going to get right on that. Get on it. Because the personal assistant, the research assistant is has the week off. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. That's I, it. Con- congratulations. And that's it's it. over. And we've both got a little teary. And I'm sure other people did as well. And thank you just from me. I'm sure everybody else that enjoyed the blog thinks the same thing. But it's a lot of help that you gave out for free, very generously sharing your ideas. And I am grateful for that. Thank you for that work. Well, I benefited from it tremendously. And my thank you is, of course, always to you, but to anyone who ever read it, for anyone who read it and ever shared an article, um, it was huge. It changed my life. So So, thank you. And for those that haven't, I can go to, did you say regular bookstores? I've seen it at Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Um, and then it's on a super spe- it's a super special discount on our website so you really? can get it yeah it's like i think it's like 9.95 oh my gosh yeah. people you if you don't have that book that is a huge value there's so much information 9.95 that's insane yeah i think it's the list price is like 21.95 but it, it, i find it such an essential like if you've come to the website i'm like here just take this like you don't have to sit on the screen and read through the blogs this is good and then pass it on to your wow movement teacher or whatever yeah. awesome well that it we're done that's it. right that's it nothing i'm going oyster hunting <laughs> awesome then let's put this podcast to bed today right. thank you for listening for more information books and online exercise classes you can find katie bowman at nutritiousmovement.com and now there are live exercise classes like you can you can take them taught and there's new ones all the time which is really cool so go there and check that out. Those are really fun. You can find more from me, Danny, at moveyourbodybetter.com. Bye. Bye. Hopefully you find the general information in this podcast informative and helpful. 
but it is not intended to replace medical advice and should not be used as such.